KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. The labor market is tight these days when it comes to the fast food industry. Seeing this firsthand, seems like just about every place in my area has a sign out that they're hiring, offering interviews on the spot. Wanted to dig into this. What's it all about? What it could mean going forward as we slowly emerge from the pandemic. For this conversation, I spoke with Dr. Lou Lu, an assistant professor at the School of Sport, Tourism, and Hospitality Management at Temple University. Give a listen. So the, the shortage of workers, I've seen most of the articles and most of the talk kind of focused on the, the fast food industry. But is it beyond that? Are we seeing a lot of shortages uh, in uh, hospitality kind of across the board as we start to emerge from the pandemic? It's very interesting that uh, we're talking about this high labor market, but I do think fast food industry is particularly suffering a lot from this, a little bit more severe than other sectors. But I do think for hospitality in general, because the pandemic, we have been devastated the most. I would say it, it won't be surprising. We'll also see other related hospitality sectors also suffering from this labor short. But I think now, just a slightly spinning the topic, I think it's slightly different from other business. For example, we also seen um, other related retails are also talking about the Thai labor market because, but that is a slightly different story on their side. Part of the reason is there is a accelerated demand from customer standpoint, and so they need more labor. But I so I do I do think our situation is slightly from, different from theirs. But I do have. Uh, some common ground when we're talking about our own within hospitality sectors. So specifically for fast food, is there one kind of reason behind this or is it a combination of things as life slowly starts to return to normal? What is it about fast food that really has them pushing to get more people to, to work there? Well, I do think fast food compared to like casual dining and fine dining, something unique to stand out. So first of all, to enter the fast food industry, relatively skill set is not quite demanding as other sectors. So we will see a lot of employees and over the pandemic, because the workplace, like say, heavily infected, they have to switch out. So they have to make their ends meet. Um, so definitely the low skill set and other like life demands kind of play a role here. And other things I would say, you know, working for fast food industry is relatively fast paced and also human interactions and um, also is a big factor too. And considering the safety issues and safety and the health concerns, it's also a factor that uh, employees may step out for a while. Um, and plus, there are alternative industries that we do consider as rivals. For example, employees can easily work for other retails, and some of them already provided, you know, um, $15 an hour, and that could be a potential threat too. So given this, so, this special year, I wouldn't be surprised a lot of workers that they choose to switch out temporarily only because of higher benefit. And uh, also another factor that we're talking about right now is, you know, there's basically the unemployment benefits. It makes a lot of sense that you're just staying home and instead of working because number wise is relatively difficult to make sense. Do you see, and you mentioned $15 an hour 
doesn't seem like maybe the wage is the driving thing here, but it could it, it's playing a factor. Do you think we could see wages rise in the fast food, uh, even just in the short term, to try to get the employee demand to meet supply? Well, I would think it's a um, it's challenging to say we can quickly increase the wage to keep employees coming back. Something different from fast food industry compared to, you know, relatively its higher scale counterparts, like say casual dining and fine dining is, it really, there is less skill set required. And also employees in general may consider this as a temporary job. So we have heard a lot of people, you know, stay in the casual dining or fine dining that dining for years and develop a career path from that, or um, they're truly emotionally and personally invest a lot. But relatively for fast food industry, uh, given this really fast-paced, like temporary position, so I would say fast food industry maybe it's a little bit difficult. We attract people only to increase the wage. So that's why I think uh, we have seen in the field, I believe McDonald's, they have been exploring a, a round about partnership with AARP, you know, to explore alternative labor force sort of as a remedy or a creative strategy. So we can further explore to bring people back. So we definitely can see industries have been trying out alternative solutions beyond simply just raising the wage. But it doesn't, it, for sure, it doesn't hurt. Let's kind of turn this around If from the industry standpoint, from franchisees, even corporate standpoint. Could this push more automation? Maybe where you just go in and once, you know, you, you maybe were back to quote unquote normal, you would just go in and plug in on a keyboard, much like you do at Wawa, what you want, and you still have employees to obviously make the food and, and give it to you, but... Maybe that cuts out a quarter of the workforce necessary. Could we see that accelerate from the other end? That is a fair assumption or actually is gradually rolling out as a pattern. I think as long as from a corporate standpoint, the investment, they can, let's say their operating investment for installing these machines and also other AI and technology-enabled services, well, I mean, that might be a good strategy to go forward because within the fast food industry, a lot of behind the scene interaction, you really don't need human beings to do that, right? Machines and all these automatic devices can do the work. So I would assume, especially for fast food industry, it might be a, um, a pattern that we will see moving forward because of increase of minimum wage increase. So I think this conversation... Uh, we have seen this even prior to the pandemic. It's part of the reason that we have seen so much conversation about automation in fast food is because prior to pandemic, we're also starting to you know, increase our minimum wage to 15 hours. And as part of the solution to combat this challenge in general, we're talking about automation. So this conversation already started prior to that, to, prior to 2020 and March. So I would say it's a fair assumption that given this additional challenge accelerated by the pandemic, that might be a good strategy to go forward, especially within certain services that you really do not need the people to interact with your customer. Like, right? So, um, yeah, that is just a, a long-winded answer to, to this question. To, and, but to build on that, could we also see, even once we're past this, more of a focus on 
the drive-through and you know services like Grubhub as opposed to the dining room, like maybe places that prior to 2020 had let's just say 30 tables slash booths. Maybe they redesign and enlarge the kitchen, and it's down to maybe six or seven, and they just really push somehow redesign an extra drive-through or you know stuff like that. Could we see that in certain cases? You think? Very interesting that we have already seen uh, companies are doing so. For example, I believe Burger King, they redesigned their drive drive through. They add alternative lanes. And also, if you look at the statistics of the ghost kitchen, how much it has been really gone up over the past year is a testimony of how, you know, without real human interaction with this dining, with this fast food dining, how we can also do it by redesigning this alternative business model. So I do believe that could be a um, sustaining strategy that uh, companies may try out because now customers are becoming increasingly, you know, technology savvy. And before pandemic and over the pandemic, we were all trained how to use Zoom, how to place mobile order QR code and all kinds of different. So we sort of are trained really well over the whole year. And uh, looking at the fast food industry, we understand, you know, when people are dining out, of course, we need that social interaction. We need that um, emotional and hedonic experience. But for fast food, convenience, speedy service, standardized product and affordability, these things are still the priority. Right. So building upon that, I do believe this alternative business model um, may become more and more re- uh, realistic okay, in the down the, down the road as we uh, gradually go back to the normal life. And do you think the tight labor market between changes in the models, between more people feeling comfortable health and safety wise to, to go back to work, plus unemployment benefits and st- stimulus receding and unemployment benefits maybe reverting to the mean, if not maybe just a little bit higher, but you're not getting that. Do you think this is a short-term labor problem? Well, I would say yes or no, because if we look at this particular issue, the tight labor market is actually not a new phenomenon. It's not a new challenge we're facing. Even prior to the pandemic, I think within a at least since 2017, we have seen data and different reports, especially from National Restaurant Association, where have been constantly talking about the challenges of hiring the right labor. So having said that, the pandemic definitely made it worse and pushed a lot of labors out over the year. So I would say... I'm not super pessimistic about that. I don't think it will stay forever because once the employment benefits, you know, come to an end, when life goes back to normal, still people need to find the, the, the job that they're truly passionate about. Um, but also, I do believe this is a good perspective or a good ref- point of reflection for business owners, how we redesign our recruiting strategies and our labor market and to potentially explore the alternative labor force or revamp our communication and a workplace environment to how to redesign the work environment to make it more attractive so we can retain the right people and working for us. So I would say the answer is yes or no. And it definitely put a lot of 
um, challenges to our business owner right now to really revisit a lot of assumptions that we have for our local labor market to make sure we are prepared uh, and also we are creating the work environment to make it appealing. So to be ready that when people are ready to go back to their normal life, their normal appointment, we are creating a attractive position to accommodate that. So I would say um, it needs to be a joint effort. My final question, kind of taking the 30,000 foot view, it's been an incredibly challenging, mm. devastating year for tourism, hospitality, That being said, it seems to me as a novice, you're seeing a lot of stars align between vaccinations, between pent-up savings, pent-up demand, people just wanting to get out. Could uh, we be in for a really bright time if if trends hold here of where these industries could come roaring back? Right. I do think from a consumer confidence standpoint, um, now I think it's a good time that I want to mention a recent study that our school uh, has been conducting, which I've been fortunate to lead the project. Uh, we have been rolling this multi-wave consumer sentiment survey and the nation, uh, nationwide. We actually just completed the third round. And from the findings, we see something really exciting over there because some questions we ask about basically how much often they will uh, visit these hospitality and travel related businesses for the rest of the year 2020 in person and especially compared to this pre-pandemic level and you know surprisingly or not surprisingly we have seen many business customers over um, over 60 percent of our respondents indicate their behavior will go back to the same or even more than the pre-pandemic years. And we would assume is because this year, you know, people's pandemic kicking in. And a few business I want to mention here is, it's interesting what comes on top is the quick service restaurants. So um, quick service restaurants, coffee shops, bakeries, uh, domestic travel, casual dining restaurants, beauty care spas and fitness center shopping malls and fine, fine dining places. So these business, we have seen over 60% of the participants indicate that they are their activities will be about the same or even more than the pre-pandemic period. So to answer your question, I think uh, looking in the data there we have seen right here, we've definitely seen um, this pandemic demand and also seen this positive sign as we move into the summer. But just the fingers crossed, our business partners, we are uh, also ready to welcome the customers and have the right people and have all the safety and health measures are well in place when customers are coming back. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.